Welcome to a special Irish Times Book Club podcast, uh, looking today at the announcement of the Man Booker International Longlist. My name is Martin Doyle, Books Editor of the Irish Times, and with me in the studio today is Eileen Battersby, our literary correspondent. Um, Eileen, what was your first reaction to the longlist as it was announced? My first reaction was um, consummate despair over the absence of the poet Lutz Seiler's wonderful book, Caruso. But then I quickly pulled myself together because I am courageous. And when I noticed that Bricks and Mortar was on it, which is one of my all-time favourite books of last year. It's a wonderful book, another German book. And um, so that kind of softened the blow somewhat. OK. What did you particularly like about that that novel? Oh, it's 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 an edgy, powerful book. It's uh, 21st century um, revisitation, as it were, of Berlin Alexanderplatz. It's about the German sex industry mm-hmm. from the time just before the wall fell up until the present. And it features an everyman figure, the, the, the rise and um, squalid rise and incredibly squalid fall of this man. But it's also a novel of voices. It's a remarkable work. I was aware of um, Clemens Meyer because I'd read his stories, um, All the Lights, mm-hmm. we published some years ago. I thought, there was superb. I read them in German and then in English. So then when I saw this book, I read it now. We haven't reviewed it. I actually read it. Um, I read it um, one night. I set up all night and, mm-hmm. and it's 600 odd pages. It's a wonderful book. You included it in your books of the year. It was in my books year. of the year, mm-hmm. but um, I, we actually, I hadn't actually reviewed it, but it's, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. So as I say, the, the, it, it compensates for the absence of um, Litzeiler. Yeah. Okay. What books are on the, the list, would you say, that shouldn't be there? I am um, because of the strength of um, but the strength of the, the quality of the overall entry. I mean, there was 122 books submitted by the publishers. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were submitting, as it were. Three were called in, yeah. brought it up to 125. Um, I'm s- surprised, somewhat disappointed, really, um, with the inclusion of um, the Ismail Kadir. I mean, I have high regard for him and it's a difficult thing to suddenly be criticising Ismail Kadir, whom I think will win the Nobel Prize. Mm-hmm. But he's been included with a book um, that's a very, quite a good book, but not as good as, say, The Fall of the, of the Stone City, mm-hmm. which was written in 1983. Um, but um, this book was actually written in 1978, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think, a book that's like 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And it's now, I know it's been translated, but the thing is, why was it so long before it was translated? Mm-hmm. Because Kadir has written some very good books. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the winner of the inaugural uh, Man Booker Prize when it was given to a body of work. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, his body of work has been honoured. Mm-hmm. And that book, such an early book, indeed, mm-hmm. is part of that body of work that was honoured. Whether or not it's in translation, it's a technicality. It's not a translator's award. This is his award given to given to a single work of fiction. So I'm a sure. bit kind of iffy mm-hmm. about it, disappointed, only because I have such high regard for Ismail Kader. Sure. I guess the nature of the prize is that it, it's a work for it's it's a prize for um, works that have been translated into mm-hmm. English. So up until now, it wouldn't have qualified. Yeah, but forty um, years on, I mean, really, I think when we've got so so many of these books have been written between the last two to three years mm-hmm, and then translated, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. such as the quality that they found translation very quickly. Sure. There is a question mark always why this book, the man with a big body of work, mm-hmm. a very high profile writer who was writing in Albanian uh, and it was being translated into French and then from French into English, and then some of these books are going straight from Albanian in, into English, as indeed this one, and just comparing it with say a novel such as the. Fall of the Stone mm-hmm, City, which mm-hmm, is a remarkable mm-hmm. book. I would just kind of think when you've got as many good books yeah. as they had to judge from, mm-hmm. and also I suppose this, this is the kind of the, the kind of sore loser in me saying, well, how come this and not Lutzeiler? Yeah. Lutzeiler's wonderful uh, a debut from a fifty-four-year-old poet. Okay, which six books do you think should be on the shortlist um, on April the twentieth? I'm expecting um, Compass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's outstanding. It's wonderful. It's zany. 
Um, it has um, an intellectual panache, but it wears its its learning lightly. Uh, there's no arrogance in it, actually, because at the heart of this incredible mass of erudition, art history, um, the ongoing conflict between the East and West yeah. um, is an insomniac musicologist who's sick. He's mm-hmm. stuck in his bed in, yeah. in a flat in Vienna, um, thinking about the wonderful girl that he never quite got together with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's a marvellous thing. Um, and I think that despite the fact that it may seem oh my gosh this is a very dense packed thing it's incredibly exciting yeah. I'd love to see that there it's, okay. it's the best type of French intellectual fun and you've also mentioned um, bricks and mortar so we'll yeah, take well, that as yeah, another, definitely as that another one on of those your, your six and both from the same young publisher um, Fiscarado mm-hmm. Editions it was established in, 19, in 2014 this is an incredible thing that they've done might we guess then that perhaps The Unseen by Roy Jacobson, uh, which you've already reviewed, and A Horse Walks Into a Bar by David Grossman, would they make your... I would, well, I, I would certainly think The Unseen will. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually the top of the list of my of books of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Jacobson has, um, and, uh, he has a very, very uh, good reputation at this stage. He mm-hmm. writes extraordinary uh, fiction that's warm, beguiling, human, uh, very candid, graceful. And uh, this particular one is a very appealing uh, story about, uh, about a family on an island off Norway and it's 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 a family story it's as close to being a perfect novel if mm-hmm, such a thing exists mm-hmm. it's it's nothing on the scale of the other two that we've mentioned the compass yeah. and, and mortar mm-hmm. bricks and mortar but there's something incredibly alluring about mm-hmm. it and interestingly from the same stable McElhose Christopher McElhose being a pioneer a veteran a pioneering mm-hmm. champion and a veteran of um, yeah. international fiction and translation he, he also has A Fish of No Feet by Jan Kalman Stefasson mm-hmm. who's the Icelandic writer a book Again, quite similar. Uh, a, a writer comes back from, uh, he's, he's uh, Icelandic, but he's been living in, uh, in Denmark and he mm-hmm. comes back, his father's dying. He thinks that he revisits his youth. Mm-hmm. A very powerful book. I would expect that to be there. Okay. Um, so that makes, I think, four then. What about the, the Grossman? Um, well, the, the Grossman, again, was one of my books of the year. I, I admire him hugely. I've interviewed him several times. He's a wonderful writer and this is a very daring book, very different. It's um, a stand-up comedian who uh, takes everybody by surprise when he actually starts investigating his very, very tragic uh, past during a nightclub routine. Yeah. And he has a captive audience, some of whom are just not able for the stress and they leave. Mm-hmm. It's a remarkable book. It's different. It's from a mature writer. It's very, very different from him. And he and his colleague, countryman uh, Amos Oz, both the two most famous writers in Israel, they're both on this list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only country with two with two entries is actually Israel. Um, they're both very good books. Amos Oz's book is very good too. Traditional charming book um, Amos Oz as, uh, at his best storytelling mm-hmm. I think in this particular for a, a writer whose career is established as a polemicist but um, he's, he's, as he's matured again as a writer he's become more and more of an actual natural storyteller mm-hmm. they're both very very good books okay. both of these men are capable of winning the Nobel Prize one of them or both will win the, the Nobel Prize I'm convinced of it mm-hmm. but there's other books with stronger claims okay. and I think that that claim could well be from the youngest en- uh, contender and one of only three women Mm-hmm. But the best of the three women, and that's uh, young Samantha Sabawesson, is the from fever dream from Argentina. Mm-hmm. Extraordinary book, very powerful, um, has um, the, the, the secret weapon that great fiction has that people are wary of. But if you use it and use it well, it works mm-hmm. effectively. Mm-hmm. And that's ambivalence. So in a way, this book has a lot in common with a very under-celebrated Irish novel, Nothing on Earth, mm-hmm. that was published last year by Conor mm-hmm. Callaghan. Very, very fine novel. These two are almost, they could go side by side mm-hmm. because they're both exploiting 
and capitalising the allure of ambivalence. I think it's a wonderful book and also it's brilliantly translated by Megan McDowell, who's one of the great translators. And also she had a book, uh, Divorces in the Air. She uh, goes on a little tournée, which Mm -hmm. is a wonderful book. It's a very, very good Spanish Mm -hmm. book from mainland Spain as opposed Mm -hmm. from Argentina, but within the the Spanish canon. And what we're seeing from mainland Spanish writers at the moment is this wonderful everyman fiction. Mm -hmm. This is a tremendous example of a man with life is a mess. She did a wonderful translation of that. She's an equally wonderful translation of fever dreams mm-hmm. I feel that could be the dark horse Okay What about that issue then of the perhaps underrepresentation of of women in works of translation I think um, this year um, while seven of the translators are women there are only three female authors on the long list last year I think it was eight translators and four authors and mm-hmm. I read a fact this morning mm-hmm. that only about 25% of English translations are female authored um, yeah. Is there? Can you think of a reason why that might? Well, be? I tell you, one of the a book that should certainly be on this uh, the short list, never mind the long list, and mm-hmm. it didn't get on the long list, is the Belladonna by Drasha Drinic, mm-hmm. the author of Trieste, that was shortlisted for this prize should have won it with, with Trieste uh, in, in two thousand and twelve. Here she has a book that may not be quite as incredibly powerful as Trieste, but it's a very very fine novel. Certainly deserves deserved a place on this shortlist of 13 and I would say would have been pushing for mm-hmm. a place in the mm-hmm. final six. And it's a, she's a Croatian writer. She's wise and extraordinary and brave and courageous. Her fiction is very powerful statement fiction. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow the quality, uh, the humanity, the, 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 the playfulness actually um, counters the polemical, the polemical um, intent. Mm-hmm. This is an extraordinary book. I don't know why she's not on on the long list. I would have expected to see her on the short list. Very disappointing. Okay. And another uh, very good book by a very good woman writer that didn't get any at the place that it deserved was uh, Cry um, Mother Spain by a French writer who's actually born and raised in she's born and raised in France, but her the parents were, Spanish were Spanish Republicans. Yeah. It's an extraordinary book. Again from McElhose, mm-hmm. as is Belladonna, mm-hmm. and neither of those very, very powerful novels that just happen to be by very, very fine uh, women writers mm-hmm. got on the list. Instead, we have very disappointing, one of, the, one of the, my biggest disappointments of recent months was Swallowing Mercury, because in very interested in Polish fiction, yeah. it's invariably outstanding. Mm-hmm. And instead, I, when I read Swallowing uh, Mercury, uh, I found myself reading a very routine coming of age, very random, a bit too slick. Yeah. And I was very, very, it's only a little book but it feels like it goes on forever because the tone is annoying mm-hmm. and then as you get to the only the very very end when she reimagines her father who died at 50 she reimagines him as a boy and mm-hmm. as a young man and that's quite touching but nothing strong enough to justify her position on the long list very very disappointed with that and the other the third woman on the list is a very very um, uh, popular uh, Danish writer um, who has come through with karate chops uh, Dora yeah Dora's North Norris, and she's uh, witty playful um, this book, mirror shoulder signal. Is yeah, this is this. Is, she's yeah. the author of this. She's famous for mm-hmm. for um, for karate chop. Yeah, but she's the 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 idea of this other book, uh, mirror shoulder signal, is it, she's learning to drive. Yeah, that's the idea of it. And she's a woman in her late forties. She's mm-hmm. single. She's childless. She feels she's invisible, and she's learning to drive. So it has a kind of a appeal. It's beguiling. It's fun. It's likable. She writes quirky magazine type fiction. I, it, it's a book people are going to like. But I think mm-hmm. many readers will wonder why. It, how on earth it's on the list with some of the books that haven't made it. Is it possibly that they're striking a balance between 
you know, high literary merit and perhaps more um, mainstream appeal. It's strange. It's the kind of book that you may have seen on the Bailey's Prize. And if it was on the Bailey's Prize, people, people may, which is a more commercialist. Mm-hmm. We saw that last week. And people may have said, oh, gosh, it, it's a bit playful. It's a bit right. But then we've seen uh, Jenny Awful with the Department of Speculation doing with soundbites virt- virtually yeah. doing much better than you think. Mm-hmm. It's not that there's anything wrong with the book. It's a little book. It's likeable. It's appealing. It'll bring a smile to your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will recognise with it. It's it's a magazine story. She's the first Danish writer to be published in the New Yorker mm-hmm. uh, and now she, her, she's just managed the second story now as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not criticising it. I'm just going to think in the context of so what we have here. Works, I mean, Jerome Ferreri, the, a wonderful writer, mm-hmm. a Corsican writer and this book, The Principle, is extraordinary. Nope, no, no mention, nothing. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it didn't make it. So I think it's just when, when you've seen such a list. Yeah. That's why it, it, it's, and as I say, we have two very, very strong uh, books that happen to be by women. Mm-hmm. And whether they were by men or by women, they're strong enough that they sure. deserve a place, at least on the short list, possibly on the long list, possibly the short list. You're very well known for your passion for works in translation. Um, why are you so in, enthusiastic um, about about that, um, what do they offer you as a reader that say, English language fiction at the moment lacks? I think there, uh, so many of them are the they can encompass the novel of ideas that um, the, you know if you actually think of the 18th century novel of ideas, this kind of idea of ideas and also with story. Uh, there's a humanity humour. I think a lot of the writers. I am disappointed too not to see the Balkans come through more because mm-hmm. we've seen the quality of the Balkan fiction being published, and all we have here. I mean, we have a very established writer mm-hmm. in Ismail Kadir. Yeah. It is a good book. It just is my question mark is 40 years old, yeah. and you know, and there's other writers with, mm-hmm. with very good stuff. And what we see with these writers is that they have they have cracked our Western culture which is very much a, 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 a culture that's dominated by kind of topicality, modernity, sound bites, cinema, um, all these, you know, popular culture. And they also can draw on their own rich, incredibly rich tapestry mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're getting kind of a fiction that, that excites you, a wonderful Bolivian novel, Affections, which is based on a tr- the true story of a German explorer, a photographer who went to Bolivia. Amazing book told by a, a, a chorus of voices. Mm-hmm. A little book, but it's a huge book. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that kind of fiction, I find that so much of the uh, big fiction coming from the United States, which obviously I'd be very biased to. I mean, obviously I, I read American fiction. That's sure. what I know. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of the stuff that's coming from the bigger publishers, it's coming from creative writing courses. I've nothing against creative writing courses. I haven't done one, but it does create a kind of a formula of fiction mm-hmm. that you actually know what the story is going to be about. And, you know, when you're looking at a number of books together, even books nominated by the Dublin International mm-hmm. um, Libraries Library Circle that create that prize, yeah. you see a lot of books with very similar stories. Mm-hmm. But with, 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 I think the international fiction and translation particularly we have a Chinese writer here who's been banned, Yan Linka. Yeah. He was uh, a finalist last year with a wonderful thing, the the, the, the four books, mm-hmm. wonderful stuff, very, very satirical. He's on again now with um, the explosion, mm-hmm. uh, the explosive uh, chronicles and uh, daring, exciting, um, iconoclastic. And you kind of think, God, this stuff is amazing. And I think it's just, that it's exciting. It's beguiling. It's human. It seems to have everything. It answers everything that a reader could want. It is striking, though, like for uh, an international prize uh, of works in translation that so many um, are from Europe, nine out of 13, Mm -hmm. and two from Israel, which just leaves two for the rest of the world, one from Asia, China, and and one from... Congo, yeah. 
He lives in France. What? Well, yeah, yes, he is. Yeah. He is. But he, he actually lives in Los Angeles at the moment. Okay. But he's an incredible character. He's very, very funny. They call him the um, they call him the the African Samuel Beckett, and um, he he was actually a finalist for when when it was for a body of work, mm-hmm. Alan Macabua, I think, Buwako or something. He was um, nominated on a body of work in 2015. So he's mm-hmm. actually that established, and he has a wide ranging humour. Um, he is very clued in. He's mm-hmm. streetwise and savvy. Very, very appealing. He seems to cover everything but I mean this prize did win last year with a Korean author a Korean woman Yeah. At that, but I think too when we're looking at works from uh, Japan China Korea exciting different dynamic mm-hmm. um, might it be more international then in terms of its of its scope well, I would think uh, this is if, if there was ever an instance where I mean 13 books on a long list I think th- I, th- I would argue for 20 here mm-hmm. because they have the strength and depth and I mean, however, I mean, like I sound like I'm complaining and moaning. I seem to turn into a moaner. But the thing is, like, even from what we have here, I mean, you will never find a Booker, a man Booker long list mm-hmm. that will compare with the band, yeah. with the mm-hmm. man Booker international list. No, it's not because, true. If you like something, you want more of it. Exactly. And, and one of the big flaws that we're, the English language fiction must look to the Australians and the New Zealanders who write tremendous stuff and mm-hmm. it doesn't get anything like the exposure and coverage mm-hmm, that it really mm-hmm, should mm-hmm. For, for what they're doing. And that, that's where the Dublin International comes in because it certainly does acknowledge the Australian libraries are very active in that. But I, I would think, yes, that this... It's it's always the same when you've got the strength and depth, particularly the strength and depth in the international fiction that, um, I mean, the Spanish writers alone, uh, what I've seen in contemporary Spain at the moment, mm-hmm. you could have fielded six very good books. Yeah. The same with the German, German language, because you've got Austrians as well, mm-hmm. Austrians, we've got uh, Swiss, Swiss Germans. So there's a, some, I'm reading sure. some really good stuff. We've seen Peter Stamm in the past. You know, there's, there's just very good stuff. I mean, here we have one from Sweden, one from, one from, from, from Norway, you mm-hmm. know, one from, one from Iceland. I mean, we see who's going to get there. But the books, the books are there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like these prizes are terribly important. How does this prize compare to the the Dublin International Literary Award? Well, I think here, I mean, this is almost, firstly, we have to acknowledge the fact that Dublin International Formally Impact has done huge things for fiction and translation. Absolutely enormous, huge things. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a specialist award. Um, Dublin International, the library readers, the guy in the street, he offers the books that he yeah. likes and mm-hmm. that's how they get through the system mm-hmm. to the long list. And yeah. then the judges come in and they pick their mm-hmm. short list. With this, we have international, we have publishers calculatedly picking their best teams sure. and they send them forward. Yeah. So this, the, the quality control is obviously tighter. Of course. One last question. Um, works in translation, there's still only, I think, about 7% of the market despite hugely impressive growth in recent years and gets mm-hmm. doubled in the last two, three, five years. Could the industry, publishers, booksellers uh, do more to promote it? I, th- I think they are. I mean, now they're suddenly realising before you had books in fiction, uh, books in translation being published by McElhose, by Docky Archive, by Pushkin. Uh, Pushkin concentrating on on classics by dead uh, unknown uh, uh, classics by by dead authors, mm-hmm. but it, more and more you see the spread going through the publishing houses. Very in- interesting statistic. If fiction in in translation is accounting for between seven and ten percent of the market, that's only three point five of the actual books. So they're actually selling beyond what they're actually publishing. They're, you know, they're represented higher in sales and they mm-hmm. are actually percentages on mm-hmm. a publisher's list. Okay. It shows you the, the quality, but they're small houses. I mean, Frisk and Ardor to have done this mm-hmm. to two major, massive, extraordinary novels. And they've only been working since 2014. Mm-hmm. Now, OK, Compass did win the Prix Goncourt. Yeah. He's a very good writer with a track record. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Clemens Myers is extraordinary. But we're, we're, I would just say 
you know, of course I read the Americans, of course I read I read the English. When the Bailey's Prize was published last week, mm-hmm. uh, 16 books written in English by women, I had read 13 of the 16. So I'm certainly reading them as well in case people think that I'll only read something if it's in German. You know, that's not so. But all I'm saying is that the world is big and the literature is there and we're the people that can benefit. Absolutely. So these awards are important. Thanks very much, Eileen. And thanks for listening. Um, my name is Martin Doyle. I'm speaking to Eileen Battersby, our literary correspondent. And I hope you go out and buy some of these books and enjoy them. <laughs>